Welcome back to another episode of Direct Response Secrets. I'm your host, Zachary J. Radford. Now, if you've ever thought to yourself, mm, I'm not sure if this copy is as good as it can be, well, I have something special for you today. I've programmed a chat GPT specially to solve this problem. I've taken uh, over 15 years of learning and compiled a list of 25 key points that you can take your copy, get it analyzed from chat and get feedback right away. And in this pod, I go over the 25 and kind of my view on it. I show you a live offer that I have that I'm using it on. And I literally copy and paste my offer and get critiqued through the AI live on the pod. All right, let's get into it. Welcome back to the episode. This is my second time recording this. I just recorded an amazing episode and for some reason, Loom is not letting me download it. I don't know what is going on. They're struggling over there, but I am committed to staying on schedule and delivering value for you because I appreciate you and I know you listening to my content will help you grow and scale your business. So I don't care if I got to record this 10 times, I'm going to bring you something valuable. Now, that being said, I'm not, I'm not, I'm going to just run through these quickly and then I'll give you the overall value and I'll show you actually how to use the GPT that we've created. Um, it's going to be a little bit more basic and I'm a little bit uh, tighter for time. As you can see, it's 1030 at night. This is how much I care about you guys. I'm, my family's asleep. I'm here. I'm hustling. I'm trying to show you how to grow and scale your business and ultimately how to write some better copy so you could sell more and spend time doing what you love. Um, being here, um, it means a lot to me. So I, I want to show that to you today. So let's go through this list lickety split. I'll show you the GPT, how to implement this into your business and how you can ultimately win. And I'm going to show you a live offer that is converting right now. And I'm going to put it inside the GPT. We're going to get some feedback and we're going to go from there. So this is a 25 item list, checklist, copy checklist that I've developed over the last 15 years or so. I, I just want to preface this. You don't need to have all of these in every piece of copy you write, but it's good to have a checklist and something to work off of. And I've used these to program the GPT to rate us based on how our copy is performing. So I'm just going to rip through these really quickly. So engaged, we've got to make sure that our audience is engaged. We do that by speaking to the right person. Uh, the big promise, what's in it for them? Like why, what are they, what's their desires? What are we tapping into and what are they excited about solving? Uh, urgency, why solve that problem today? Supporting offers. So we have our main promise, but like, for example, uh, how to write copy quickly and effectively. Great. What, what are some benefits of that? Well, you can write better emails. You can uh, increase your conversion on your funnel. You can uh, write better ads. So those are supporting the large idea because what you're going to find when you dig into your offer and the desire, there's lots of benefits um, with buying your thing. So you need to pick the one that you think is the best and then support that idea. Uh, and I'll show you an example of that in a second as well. Um, unique mechanism. So how do you achieve the result and the steps you need to get there? Uh, people's in your story. I think this is super underutilized. 
we talk about ourselves a lot. Even in our copy, we're talking about ourselves. It's not about you. It's about your prospect. Everything that you write is about your prospect. Telling stories and using testimonials is the strongest way I know to get people to remember what your message is. So they're going to read flip through your copy. They're going to do little bits and pieces. They're going to see your offer. They're going to know it's from you. They're going to forget that the second they leave that page, but they will remember the story and the feelings you left them with. Um, so story is super important and you got to explain the people in your story, like the epiphany, how you found the thing that you solve. Uh, number seven, relatable language. Okay. Keep it simple. Keep it simple. Another way to say this is techno babble. Get rid of any techno babble. If you're, for example, if you're writing for marketers, you got like PPC, LTV, CTT, techno babble. The average person is not going to know what you're talking about. Simplify, 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 and simplify some more. Uh, clear communication. Remove any complex terms and use plain English. I've heard that people like you know a six, a grade six level reading. I write for like a grade three level reading. To be honest with you, and I'm, I'm, it's not all the time, but it's in there. One thing I like to imagine in my mind is that I'm writing for Homer Simpson. Uh, whoever my avatar is, it doesn't matter if I'm writing for doctors or teachers or this or that, copywriters, marketers, it doesn't matter what I'm writing for. I like to envision them as a doctor, as Homer Simpson. <laughs> because It's not because they're stupid. It's not because uh, they can't read what I'm doing. It's because they have a large mental load and everybody's fighting for their attention. If our offer or our sales page or our email or our ad feels like work, they're not going to read it. That's for sure. They're way too busy. we got to simplify, simplify, simplify. Um, clear communication. Okay, I just did that. Uh, logically consistent uh, consistency. So basically just being consistent and coherent from start to finish. The big idea is your thread that you uh, have from end to end. So I'll show you an example um, about this newsletter offer that we're creating. And essentially it, it runs directly through it. It's a throughput and what you'll find is when you start writing copy and there's all these benefits, you can get way out into right field, way out into left field. And that doesn't make sense. You need to cut that and to make sure it's a cohesive piece of uh, work. Straightforward. Keep it, keep it simple. Like what I like to do and <clears throat> seamless flow, again, use subheads. Uh, another tip is to break paragraphs apart. So instead of having a block of text, use white space to kind of move that out, make it look sexy. Um, streamline the flow subheads. Here's the, the secret, okay? We spend hours creating our copy and writing it, but most people don't read hardly any of it. They'll read like 20% of it, if that. So you put your key points in subheads, in bullet points, in your headline, so they can get the gist of it. Because they look at the headline, they look at the first subheads, they scroll to the bottom, they look at the price, and if that doesn't shock them and fall, make them fall over, they'll read the rest. Um, and, and if they read the whole thing, there's going to be logical people that really want to understand each and every word. There's other people that are emotional and they're fired up. The subheads will help them do that. Uh, focus on the prospect. What's in it for them? Just remember that every time you're writing. What's in it for them? If you're writing and you're like, I did this thing and it was so great and I did all this stuff and me, 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 nobody cares about what you've accomplished. They care about what your offer is going to do for them. If we're not communicating that, there's going to be a problem. Now, you, I'm not saying don't interject yourself into the copy, but if you're starting with, 
I build a seven figure brand. I write ads. I do this. I, 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 boom, don't, don't do that. So in this piece of copy that I'm going to show you, I write a story, but I, I'm taking them down to show them that like, Hey, my life was not great before I solved this thing. And then I solved this thing. And even after I solved this thing, I still had issues. And then eventually a mentor showed me this thing and boom, boom, everything kind of blew up from that point. And it's a true story. So you want to be truthful in all your copy and everything and your marketing that goes without saying because you'll get in trouble. But um, we want to make sure that it's on the up and up. So focus on the prospect. It's about them. I'm going to write a full book about that. I, I think there's so much there because we're, as humans, I find that we're inherently um, selfish. And I've said this on the podcast before. It's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing at all, but it's the truth. So why not use it? Use it in your copy. What's in it for them? Uh, emotional connection. Uh, I had a mentor once tell me if you can make them feel, you can make them buy. So if you've ever had a call with me, you're, you're going to feel some sort of emotion by the end of that call. And I do that on purpose. I dig deep. I try to find where your pain points are. Um, I recently had a call. I'm not going to say any names or the actual situation, but it, there was literally an emotional release in the middle of the call. Uh, she was crying. And it's because I took the time to listen and understand and solve the real problem. She had been sold all this stuff and everybody's just trying to give her more. I took the time because I wanted to show her that I cared because I actually do care. I want to help her solve her marketing problems. But it really starts with what her goals are and what she's trying to achieve. And she was so blown away that she was basically said, wow, this is one of the best calls I've ever had. And then she wrote me to thank me and I'm going to send her a copy of my book. But it just goes to show by being yourself and taking the time to learn and understand what your prospects problems are, you're going to make them feel like it, you can't not. You're going to get to something funny. You're going to get to something sad. You're going to get to some because under everything as a human is emotions, right? So how did that make you feel? What does this look like? And, and I do that on purpose because when we tap into that, we're honest, we're direct, and we can solve the problem a lot easier. And, and one thing I was trying to explain, and this will be my last point on this and then I'll digress, but is that there's lots of ways to do it. There's lots of ways to make money. There's lots of ways to market. There's lots of ways to do stuff. And if it doesn't feel good, don't do it. Like, and I'm not saying like we don't have to do hard things because we do. But I mean, like, if, for example, if you hate being on video and then some marketing guys like, hey, you need to create 500 videos this year. And you're like, great. I hate that. <laughs> like, and then why are you doing it? I don't know. I was told to do it. Stop. Think for yourself. Um, I'm kind of getting off track, but emotion is important. And, and it's at every single thing we do. If our copy can touch on that, it'll help us win. Um, all right. Testimonials and social proofs. I'm just learning this. This kind of blows me away. I was not expecting this. So as you know, I'm a lifelong learner. I know you're a lifelong learner because you're here learning from me and I appreciate you being here. But here's the thing. There's things that happen in life that kind of blow me away. And testimonials, I thought I understood testimonials inside and out my entire career. I would go and get the biggest and best testimonials that I could from like an authoritative standpoint. But what I'm learning is that the best way to utilize testimonials is as humans, we are very status-driven creatures 
And as we're, if we see people that are like really high status that give testimonials, that's actually scares us away. So the best testimonials are somebody who has low or had low status, but because they bought now have high status. And it's like the average person did this thing and now they got this result. And that's the testimonials you want because when we think about it, we're like, hey, if this Joe Smoke can do it, I can do it as well. It's like, hey, if this person did it, I could easily do this. That's the conversation that happens. And that's great to our overall sales argument. So testimonials are extremely powerful. Call to actions. I like to use simple, direct call to actions. And a lot of my call to actions are uh, do the thing, get the result. Do the thing, get the result. And I'll show you an example of what I mean here in a second. But there's other versions of this as well. Uh, scannability layout. Make sure you use bullet points, short paragraphs, bold text. Make it easy to skim. Like 80% of your copy will never be read. We just don't know what 80%. Anything that is valuable in a message that you want them to take away, put it in, in benefit format for them. And I'll, I'll explain that what that is in a second and get that out to the world, okay? All right, headline strength. Now, headlines, very important. The reason the headline is so important is because if they don't read the headline, they're not gonna read it. If they don't agree with the headline, they're not gonna read anything else. Um, as I can't remember who said this, but uh, one of the greats uh, in the copywriting and direct response space says, like, it's a greasy shoot, right? Like you, you, they read the headline to get to the next line, to the next line, to the next line. And the whole purpose of each line is to get them to the next line. So they buy and they purchase. And that that's the truth. Headlines for me come after. And I test, I test, I test, I test, I test. If you, I've had promotions where I just tweak the headline and I see a dramatic two, three, four, 5% conversion rate difference. It matters. It really, really does. So test. And my headlines, I put a headline at the beginning, but it's never what it ever is. Once I have my big idea, my big promise, I kind of, I start writing my copy. I go for a walk, come back, edit it, keep doing that process. And through that, I'll find one piece that kind of like hits me emotionally or is interesting or something I haven't heard before or like the real reason why I'd want to do the thing. And I put that right front and center. Um, headline, consistent tone and style. Of course, we want to make sure that like it sounds like it's written from the same person and it maintains that same energy. I like to think what energy do I want to give to the audience? I like high, exciting energy. I also like to be educational in my copy because, and use stories. I think stories are important as well. Bullet points, they all kind of play together. But once you have your style and we're all different, um, you want to kind of stick in that. Like you don't want to be, um, you know, using all caps and then using all, like you want it to be consistent and easy to read. Uh, handling objections. I like to go for the jugular with the objections. I hit them right. I identify what I believe to be the most concerning objections and I hit them right away uh, because at the end of the day, you can use your offer to fight objections. You can use your frequently asked questions section to fight the objections, but the sooner the better because they're going to read it and they're like, that's great, but I don't 
I can't do ABC. Boom. You just hit it right away. Let them know that that's not a problem. We're going to help you. Um, Benefit-driven copy. I'm not going to get too deep into benefit-driven copy. I might do a whole episode on it. Um, I, I learned from uh, Todd Brown, who's a great marketer. If you've never heard of him, just Google him. I, he, he talks about um, you have the functionality, like the function of the thing. You have the benefit of the thing. You have the uh, dimensionalized benefit, and then you have the emotional benefit. Essentially, long story short, it's like the thing that it does. So um, he talks about a, a pencil, so you can write with a pencil, uh, but a benefit is that it has a grip on it, so you can, it doesn't hurt your fingers while you write it. That's a bit of a feature, I guess. And then, so a benefit of that feature, rather, is um, you can write for longer, write your, your memoir or your story or your book, whatever it is you're, you're writing. The dimensionalized version of that is the visualization of them actually doing the action. So sitting down, having your coffee, writing your manuscript with this amazing pencil, and then the emotional benefit, how you're going to feel while you're writing. So you can go deeper and deeper and deeper into benefits. And I like to mix and match because, um, Features are still important. Benefits of those features, like on a base level, are still important and they're all important. So I use them all. And I'll show you some examples here in a second. Uh, proofreading and editing. Dude, we are in 2024. If you're not using tools like Grammarly, and then I got this one here. Eight clear communication. It's uh, called Aloud, uh, Read Aloud. It's, uh, it's a plugin. It's free. For some reason, when I hear my copy being read to me, I can easily understand and edit it. I go through there and then I print it off and I go through with a red pen and I go I read it line by line and break it down. And if you do that and you redo that process multiple times, you're going to have great copy. There's no reason to have typos or any issues like that. Uh, visually appealing. You want to make sure that you're using uh, relevant images, graphics, videos, making sure that uh, it makes sense, you know. Uh, personalization. Speak directly to your target audience. Oh, you want to make sure it's for them and you want to make sure that it makes sense uh, for them. If you like you see these offers for coaches, consultants, agencies, e-commerce, blah, 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 blah. Like they're targeting like anybody who's on like a better word would be like online business owner would be a better uh, conversation than listing out every freaking niche on the planet. <laughs> so you want to make sure that you use words like you and your and be very specific to them so they understand that it's for them. Okay. Uh, metrics and results. There's always, there's two types of buyers that I'm aware of, um, emotional buyers and logical buyers. Logical buyers like to see facts and figures. They like to understand the numbers and get into the weeds where the emotional buyers are all like hyped up. Yeah, this is what I've been looking for. This is it. This is making me feel a certain way, excited about what the future can be. I'm going to buy. Logical needs to have the metrics and the results. So you got to speak to both to increase your sales. Uh, another random little tip. The more options for payments you give, the more conversions you'll get as well. This has been tested from like the dawn of advertising. So the more you test, the better, uh, or the more payment options you give, the more sales you will get. Uh, number 25, and this is really, really important. Even when you use a copy tool, like I'm going to provide you the AI here, the AI copy uh, critique, 
tool, you need to understand compliance. You need to understand what is allowed, not allowed in your agency or uh, in your industry rather, because you don't want to get in trouble. It's you spend an hour or two research all the rules about advertising your products and services on certain platforms, on, on a local level, on a national level, on an international level, identify which can and cannot do and stick to it. It's that simple. You know, you need to take that responsibility. All right. Enough said here. Those are the main 25 points. Let's get into the actual tool. I'm going to show you the tool and then I'm going to show you the offer. Uh, I'm calling it copy critique, but you can call it whatever you want. Like the best comment, let's do this. The best comment uh, for the name, I'll change it to that. So throw out some cool names for me and I will rename this tool on your behalf. <laughs> That would be cool. <clears throat> All right. Essentially, what does this do? It improves your copywriting. So we go here and we click review my copy. And it's going to ask, it's going to talk. Okay. Now it wants me to paste in the copy. So this is the offer that we're doing um, right now. We have a, a live event. It's turn your existing email list into an engaging authority building newsletter with our AI impact engine in three days flat, no tech or writing skills needed. See, squishing those um, objections right off the bat, making it super simple. Anybody who reads this, um, for the most part, will understand what's going on. Social proof, social proof. And then we're able to go right into the conversation. And as you can see, I got more social proof. We got story. We got the offer. We got call to actions throughout. We got everything that you need for a successful um, copy. So let's copy this. Oh, let's go select all. Oh, I'm missing a piece right here. This is um, huh. all right. So select all, copy. Let's go here. And then now you can base, you can do pretty much whatever you want and know that take it with a grain of salt, right? It's, it's AI, but the whole purpose of this is to give you ideas. Oh, this is a problem. Sometimes I do have a program to give us a score. If you're not getting a score, I always say, please provide me with a zero to 10 score. Perfect. And then it'll actually give us a score based on how we're doing. Engaging, eight. And it's going to break down each one of these 25 that I have here and give us a score based on how we're doing. And then this just gives you cues to be like, all right, maybe I should put a little bit more into the story. Maybe I should put a little bit more into communication. Maybe I can make this a little bit more straightforward. See, so for example, this offer that I'm doing, I know that I am writing for a, a crowd that will understand what I'm writing. So, cause I'm working with marketing professionals, helping them grow and build newsletters. Like they know what a newsletter is. They know why it's important. They know why a lot of these things are. It's just bringing that conversation in. So, and like, this doesn't make a whole lot of sense here. It's like, it doesn't know that I have images necessarily. So this probably not super relative, uh, but at the same time, your copy is strong. So we got 7.8 out of 10, which is great. My word of, of caution and advice 
don't obsess over the score. We're not trying to get 10 out of 10. We're, we're trying to write the best possible copy. And how I like to think about it is readability. Can someone read this and understand what's going on? Do they get the benefit right away? Is it simple enough for them to get? If so, great. The purpose of this is to get ideas on how we can improve upon that. We all run into a situation where we've written some copy. We think it's really good. We send it out to our peers to get feedback, but they're busy. So it takes them, you know, two days, three days, five days to get back to you on anything. And you want to write this copy today. So this is a tool that you kind of plug it in and get some feedback and improve upon and iterate. Um, but the ultimate test is putting it out to market. So the more traffic you send traffic, make one change, you iterate traffic, iterate traffic, iterate traffic. And then that's how you kind of improve over time. And this tool I found to be very helpful. So I thought I'd share with the community. Um, I'm going to put a link inside the newsletter so you have access to it. Hopefully Loom is working now and I'm able to download this video. If so, you'll be seeing it and watching it. Um, so everything's worked out there, but know that I appreciate you and copy is not necessarily this flash of genius. It's built. It comes from being edited, iterating on, sending traffic, learning, iterating. That process is how you make something great. And this tool will help you get there faster. The only catch is, is that you need to have uh, OpenAI, uh, a ChatGPT account, a premium one. I think it's like $20 a month, uh, but you can use this tool. It's free. It, it'll be your companion and help you write kick-ass copy. I'll see you in the next one. Peace. Boom. How'd you like that? How'd you like that? Like, for me, writing solid copy is one of my favorite skills on the planet and it allows me to have a lens to see opportunity that most don't. Why? Because as a copywriter and a direct response marketer, I have to put myself in other people's shoes all the time. And when you're in somebody else's shoes, you get a different perspective and you can see the world in a new light. And that's kind of where I go to for my copy. But hopefully you enjoyed this video. I love creating it. The GPT is extremely valuable. If you're in copywriting at all, or you think you're an entrepreneur and, and you write emails or you have sales letters or ads, this will be beneficial to you. All right, hopefully you like this. And if you did, please like, rate, and subscribe wherever you're listening and watching to this podcast. I appreciate you. That's gonna give us more awareness and I'll make bigger and better stuff for you because you're here, because you're cool. And I'll see you in the next one. Peace.